This is the Monday, September 7th, Labor Day 2015 episode of the History Author Show. Visit our iHeartRadio channel or subscribe on iTunes to enjoy a brand new episode every Monday morning. Oh, New York ain't New York anymore. How I miss those old towns of mine. The sawdust is gone from the floor. Where we harmonize, sweet Adeline, on the east side, west side, things ain't like before. There are tears in the eyes of the regular guys, oh, New York ain't New York anymore. Hello and welcome. I'm your host, Dean Carianis, and this is the History Author Show. Thank you so much for joining us on our iHeartRadio channel, which you can find on your web browser or by downloading one of their many smartphone apps or using the radio in many new model cars where you can listen to iHeartRadio just like any other radio. And if you're catching us on iTunes, TuneIn Radio, or some other outlet on the great internet card catalog, we're also really glad you're here. And we want to thank you for clicking through the Amazon banner on our site when you make a purchase at their online store. It helps keep us in highlighters. And we go through a lot of highlighters here. Today's journey into the past is our tastiest yet. We'll travel back a decade before Elvis joined the army, where you'll meet the heir to a legend. It's a hot dog stand from my childhood in Bergen County, New Jersey just across the George Washington Bridge from Manhattan. In 1950, World War II veteran Leonard Artie Castriani didn't know it, but he was writing history. Not with a pen and paper, but with ketchup and mustard. The 65-year ride to hot dog greatness began, appropriately, on the side of the road, when Artie bought a successful roadside gas station and food stand on the Palisades Cliffs. From it, he served deep-fried hot dogs hand-cut fries, birch beer, and yuho. First, they fed the day-tripping families from nearby Palisades Amusement Park. But even after high-rises replaced the saltwater pool and rides, Callahan's endured, and it thrived. My father, Nicholas, visited Callahan's for the first time when he was just three or four years old, and he'll turn 80 next year. He and my mother, Katina, had their first date there in 1956. Callahan's was an institution in Fort Lee, and from age seven, Daniel Demiglio, Artie Castriani's grandson, had a single goal in life, to carry on the family legacy. So when his dad and uncle sold the old place in 2006, Dan, not long out of college, was devastated. But he refused to let the delicious dog dream die. Why? Because he has relish in his veins. And my taste buds thank God he does. Check out CallahansHotDogs.com for more on this historic family business. You can also follow the Reborn Stand and Food Truck at Callahan's Dogs on Twitter or Facebook.com slash Callahan's Hot Dogs. Now here's my conversation with Dan Demiglio, the man who resurrected a New Jersey legend. You are hearing a freight train coming. That freight train is the perfect metaphor for the man sitting across from me at the desk, Dan Demiglio. Callahan's hot dogs that he has brought back is a freight train of a hot dog. 
and everyone wants to get on board this train. It's moving so fast. I picture Dan is just hanging on the back of the caboose there. One hand is on the back of the caboose. The other hand has a hot dog, and you're trying to somehow you get maybe a ketchup back in your <laughs> mouth, trying to squirt a little ketchup on it. So this is the past coming rolling right back into the present, and I want to thank you so much from the bottom of my stomach for bringing back Callahan's, Dan. Thank you. I appreciate you being here. Dan, I am one of the Callahan's kids, as you call them. I didn't know that I was one until Callahan's came <laughs> back. One of my prized possessions in the 70s was a mustard yellow Callahan's duffel bag bearing your motto, so big, so good, which is on all your Tiffany lamps, which sounds like a fancy place for a hot dog stand. That you does, have, right? right? Grandpa was a classy man. Yeah, well, I'm sure. I see it. I saw that uh, bathing beauty there that he had oh, at the bottom of the pool. A hundred percent. He he had he had his forte of amazing things, and he he was a, a man of many characteristics that showed the true family man and the vision that he had for the business and what he wanted to mix nostalgia and happiness. And that's where I've tried to parlay that into the Callahans of the new generation. I think you've done it pretty well as you Thank know you. every time every time I come in here I said to myself don't keep saying what you think about Callahan's let Dan tell it's, you because it's, it's true <laughs> 100% I think the vision of what I've tried to bring back uh, into the forefront of society and this area is first and foremost the belief of a memory and the belief of how that memory transcends so many different feelings right away when you walk into Callahan's now gives you that same feeling of old and that's the common denominator that I get from every single customer that comes in and goes wow I feel like I'm back in Fort Lee and that's where I tried to represent that with the actual glass box from the store and the tables and the authenticity of the actual hot dog and keeping everything the same but integrating the new and the new is me calling all the customers Callahan's kids and you bring your bag again and filling up with some hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> well, I loaned it to my middle brother, Nick, and I'm hoping that when he I hears this. I don't think this... Nick's, gonna, Nick's probably putting that on eBay, Craigslist, and Nick has probably made a nice little penny. But Nick is not returning that bag, I'm sure. Palisades Amusement Park. You said that was the great adventure of our day. You were never actually there, Dan. You just uh, think you were. I try to by the <laughs> stories of the family, by my grandpa, my grandma. Your frequent customer card. That's one of those little details. It's a ticket to get into the Palisades Amusement Park. Correct. And my mother, she saw the sign up there, and she saw the ticket. She looked right at the ticket, and she said, what's he giving away tickets for the Palisades <laughs> Amusement Park? It's close. It's, what, the early 70s. Yep. I said, no, Mom, if I eat 10 hot dogs, which I'll probably do in the next two days, <laughs> I get a free hot dog. Everything, so much came together. Somebody just gave you that. That was three weeks before we actually opened, and my mother, I went to my parents' house to say hello and have my daily stress un unleashed but it's usually stress on top of me when I go home but it was an incredible spur of events my mother handed me something said look what we found and it was a ticket from Palisades Amusement Park and I go look what you found look what you did and I like <laughs> grabbed it and it was like smoke trails I ran out and I came right back to the store and back to the office and scanned it and started working on it and doing a bunch of things graphically and that's where I got the customer appreciation card and it worked out fantastic because when you come to the store, and so many people love doing this, you come to the store and you see the, the back of a 57 Chevy. Why? Why not? And it was an incredible build out just of the 57 and it's driving through the Palisades Amusement Park. And the best thing that my father saw in this whole store before the 57 even went on, 
he saw the background of the Palisades Music Park and he was like, that's it. That's it. I worked there. I worked on the carousel. <laughs> so it, it's it's just a fond memory of just that moment of seeing my father love that. Even before the car was on the wall, um, it is an incredible thing to integrate Palisades Music Park in such a legendary, iconic staple to so many people and so many amazing stories about that with the hole in the fence. I wasn't even born and all I hear about is the hole in the fence. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, is that even real? Because yeah. that would not last here. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the hole in the fence story, that's it. Yeah, you know that, more about that. I don't know. I just know the hole in the fence. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great story. That Again, Palisades Amusement Park, I said early 70s, closed in 1971, opened in 1898. So wow. we're talking middle of William McKinley's first term. Wow. Any excuse I got to mention McKinley. <laughs> but who's Today, Palisades Amusement Park only lives on in two places, Freddie Cannon's 1962 hit, Palisades Park, and The Taste of Callahan's, of course. And I heard about this from my dad my whole life. He said there was a hole in the fence that we knew about. <laughs> and me and my friends, we would go there and we would sneak through. Keep in mind, they're Is it like the Loch Ness lives. Monster? Is like doesn't exist? <laughs> no, it, it really it exist? existed, yeah. Do they have pictures of this? Because I'd love to see that. <laughs> I would love to make that like a little cubby hole in the bathroom or something, like the Palisades Music Park hole. I don't know where you go, but I think it would be brilliant. But I'd love to see a picture of it. I hear so many stories. It's unbelievable. Well, keep in mind, they're risking their lives, right? Going right on the edge of the Palisades. It's a <laughs> cliff it's a little back then fort lee was the center of the motion picture industry and it's where they get the term cliffhanger they say was the doing the old silent films hanging off the cliffs but anyway the kids would get in there and my dad said always told me for my whole life right he just turned 79 he said we would we knew how to get in there for free we would sneak through this hole and they told the owner of the palisades amusement park there's this hole in the fence and kids are getting in free and they said, you want us to patch it up, we can do it. And he said, no, if the kids are getting in, he said, they'll be, feel like they're getting away with something. And that'll be part of the excitement for them to come. <laughs> and I, I thought it was a great story. Like, you're laughing. It's, it's, great, it's a well, great marketing My dad was ploy. crushed. My dad was crushed. Really? He was like, <laughs> he lived his whole life thinking that he put one over on oh, the that, that killed his park. dream. That killed oh, his was, dream of doing it. It was a good, it was a good thing, though, because he's a salesman. So he respected the way that the guy came up with it. But he was just shocked that he'd been... Duped, really. He was bamboozled into thinking that way. <laughs> By this amazing <laughs> guy who just had this great sense of marketing. And that was a big part of Callahan's would have been leaving there. And, yep. again, you can't squeeze through the hole in the fence. I doubt it would have been big After enough. After a couple the- dogs, you probably couldn't squeeze through the <laughs> hole in the fence. <laughs> the two of us, I doubt it. Uh-huh. Tell those poor souls who've never had one of your dogs, what makes it so special? I think the thing that makes the hot dog so special is, number one, that it's deep fried. A lot of hot dogs outside of North Jersey or outside of New Jersey aren't deep fried. It's a hot dog that if you're from another state, you're like, what? They deep fry a hot dog? And the special blend that has been made for my family through Sabret has been an incredible, incredible coexistence of a brand with a smaller brand like Callahan's that has catapulted in the 60s, 70s, and 80s into franchises and growth. And it was exponential for a long time. And the hot dog is a pork and beef blend. It is a three-to-one ratio. The reason why it blows up and it's so juicy is that pork that just soaks that oil in, and it's an incredible bite, and people are so ecstatic that the hot dog is the same, and that was the same when I bought it back in the food truck last year. We had the first event, 2,600 people came, and 2,600 hot dogs went, and it was an (laughs) unbelievable day, that first grand opening that we did with the truck. But the hot dog is the staple and it stayed the same taste 
the same brand, and I even brought the same chef in from when we closed in 2006. His name is Juan Romero, and he came in on board with us to make sure that the quality of the hot dog and many different dishes that we do now here in Norwood stayed relevant and stayed exactly the same. And a chef, and that's a, something you don't associate with hot dogs. That's very <laughs> true. My executive chef from a restaurant called The Bowery that I had for a couple of years, we closed in January of 2014, and we brought the business back, Callahan's, and I wanted to do something different. What I did was do what my grandpa did. He did a lot of things from scratch, majority everything from scratch back in the 50s. And I wanted to do the same thing, but have Daniel Fabian, who is an executive chef of 17 years, come and bring his talents and have an executive chef that can do things from scratch and have that authentic Callahan's hot dog with a fresh topping made from scratch. You can totally tell the difference between something that's canned, frozen, to something that's fresh. And he does all of our toppings besides two from scratch. And it's an unbelievable thing to watch him work in the morning, to watch the staff work alongside him. And it's an incredible journey to go back in time and bring that taste back into the forefront of, of what people are enjoying now. And that's 2015 Callahan's. Taste is so important. If you smell or taste something, man, it'll take you back to whatever you experienced at the time. And I thought of a story where my wife and I visited Abilene, Kansas to see Dwight Eisenhower's Boyhood Home and a bunch of the things there. And a guy, I think at a train station at sort of the Welcome Center, he gave us a recipe for Mamie Eisenhower sugar cookies. And so when we got home, my wife made me a batch and I tasted one and I said, this is why Ike was always smiling. They were just <laughs> fantastic cookies. I was so, and I could see her mailing them in a box to him at West Point or yeah. sending them to him when he was planning D-Day. The past has taught me a lot. And I believe that I was born in the wrong era. I laugh at that. Yeah, I, I know the feeling. And that's the thing that we both, <laughs> whether it be sugar cookies or Callahan's, the key word is consistency. And that's what has brought back so many Callahan's kids over the generations is the consistency of the product. And not only the product, but also the service and the smiling and the personal communication, because this world is filled with interpersonal communication. Everyone's on their phones. Everyone wants to order food in their phone. No one wants to actually make an approach and actually speak to an attendant in the front, so to speak, like I have here at Callahan's. And that's that's the best part about the business is the social interaction and the automatic communication um, with that and also with the social media. end. It's an amazing an amazing thing to see the, the rebirth of this brand it completely blow up to this point already and it's it'll be four months tomorrow <laughs> it's unbelievable yeah well it's uh, august 25th that we're taping it so there you go yep, so it's like four months and it's incredible there's never a spot outside no. everybody's moving in and out and everybody is happy in a way that you don't i don't think see anymore and the thing about the taste is you can't go back and take a dip in the saltwater pool yeah. we can only think about that but a taste is something you can have and when callahan's was leaving that left a bad taste in everyone's mouth yes or an absence of anything <laughs> including taste. the grandson yeah <laughs> it's more than food this was about family and this is not just you pick up your grandfather's torch here and just say oh well he already had a name let me go and yeah. let me go and, and develop it you're grandfather, Artie Castriani, member of the greatest generation. He's a presence in the store. That's how it feels when you come. Like, this is a real taste that you would have had in the 50s that you can't get anywhere else. 100%. And that's the feeling of you'll hear 
you'll hear these, and these are the dog tags that I wear on my neck since my grandpa passed in 2000. I made a lot of promises in my life, but the one promise I made to him was to keep the business and run the business a certain way and bring the business to heights that it never could reach, what my family did in the past. And I, I've had so many dreams and aspirations for Callahan's, and it's an unbelievable feeling to do this not for a money. This is not about a dollar, and I learned that through my family. This is about memories, and this is about bringing back something that was cherished by so many people, not only the grandson, not only the brothers and sisters and uncles and aunts and people that work there. It was a soul happiness that was brought back in minutes of announcing on Facebook and minutes of announcing in press that Callahan's was coming back. And it's unbelievable to see the generations of people embrace it. And those people have kids and those kids have kids. And talking about 10 years dormant, it's an explosion of people want to have that feeling, like you said before, that feeling is of taste and it's of memory. And you combine those two here at Callahan's and you have something that transcends every generation. I think the people that I see working down there, the young people that you have, when I came just looking yeah. for you one day, I think it was William, one of your guys yep. there at the front, well, and he jumped right on it, and it was just eye contact nowadays. <laughs> we, we talked about it uh, off the air a couple months ago. Yeah. We just saying when you try to hire somebody. They, they don't look at you and talk. You're like, <laughs> just please look at me in the face. All I need is two minutes, just please. And they don't. They have a lot of trouble doing that. And we, we really make it a family atmosphere. And there's certain words that we don't use here in Callahan's. And work is something that we don't say. We say you're coming to the family because that's what we are. After working together for so long and you're around someone for six to eight hours, ten hours, they really become part of your family. And we use certain words here and we use certain words that we don't. And family is a big word that we do use here. And that's what I embrace from my past is family first. And everyone here that works for me comes first. So that's that's the biggest thing that we have here is that instant respect towards the customer that we're so proud of. It really is a throwback in so many ways because I noticed just being down the Jersey Shore a couple of weeks ago, there's couple of restaurants that we go to one is graziano's mm -hmm. on 88 in point pleasant and you go to these restaurants that are down there that are literally family owned and you see young people working there 15 16 17 just busting tables whatever filling your water that's not happening anymore i no. think and, and the unemployment rate so high for these kids like where are they going to learn those skills where are they going to learn the service people aspects of life that I think you grew up in a Greek family or an Italian family and there's restaurants around, you know, the pride of a good meal and you know how to deliver something someone likes. 100%. My grandmother lived in Fort Lee by herself. This story's amazing, by the way. I love this story. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> I love this story. When she left Fort Lee at 96 years old, still wrapping her own grape leaves, by the way. Love grape leaves. And Don't talk about that right now. Please. <laughs> I'm hungry talking to you right now. I have to bring you a copy of my cookbook, <laughs> Regional oh, wow. Greek Cooking. Yes. I get to plug my own book. For I, I love that plug. But <laughs> I'm going to definitely bring you one. Awesome. But anyway, when she didn't want to eat anything else and kind of lost her taste for it, she always loved the taste of the French fries from Callahan's. It was only a short way from her house. That's the thing. That food, that was a connection that we made together, you know, that she would be happy that it came in. I mean, especially since... She wasn't supposed to be having it. I'm sure that the doctor would have said, no, don't eat Callahan's. The hidden gem. Hey, everyone says yeah. that. Hey, she lived to 104, so who I knew? I tell everybody it's only that? one Weight Watcher point, so everyone just listens to me now. <laughs> well, the Johnny Walker Black helped her. I think that canceled it there out. There you yeah. go. Johnny Walker Black and Callahan's are great. Wow, those are combos but, that are only yeah. 21 and over, everybody. That's a yeah. 21 and over combo. That's it. Yeah, Will won't be having that for a couple <laughs> no, of years. He won't. Try. No, he won't. Not at all. 
But the attention to the historic details, I just want to get back just sitting in there. I brought my mom there the other day, and she was just looking around the place and tried the chicken sandwich, which is a new addition. Yep. Right? It's fantastic. But that's the thing, the innovation of the new things you bring in, yet you're sitting at the same table. You're sitting under the same lamps. Like, tell us the story about those lamps. That was a great uh, the, story. The thing is, people always ask, they go, where did you have these lamps? My God, the- they're they're so pristine they're so clean they look so new and there's two stories the first story is my parents attic (laughs) that's the first story once the fort lee location closed and they started breaking things down my family took as many lamps as they could put them in old newspapers that my mother had a great time wrapping and they put them upstairs in the attic the tables that are in the store now upstairs in the attic the glass blocks in my mom's garden, uh, you had to see me do a covert ops, jump over a fence, <laughs> middle of the night, get the blocks, not be seen, but I was seen thanks to motion lights. <laughs> and my mom caught me and was not too fond of me taking them away, but understood where I was going with it and was completely blown away by what I did underneath the 57 Chevy. And there's so many things in there that were original. The signs are original. I integrated them into making the custom bench majority of the signs are oral original things and items that were in my parents' attic and in the basement of just their house. The unbelievable attention to detail and bringing that was the most important part of the nine-month process that I wanted to do of building. People were getting very impatient. I closed off the window so people couldn't see, and that probably made it even worse because people couldn't see what was going on. And I know with my thought process and how I I love the attention to detail, Callahan's is not only just a great product now, I've tried to make it my best way of an experience. And just like I tell you, and I tell people it was the Six Flags of the era, I tried to make it a tourist attraction, so to speak. And it's the funniest thing, uh, Lisa Ung, who just rated us three out of three stars, and the, the three stars mean worth the trip from anywhere in North Jersey, And she said in her first couple sentences that it's a tourist attraction for North Jersey residents. And right there, I I was ready to wrap it up and have a great belief. I was done. (laughs) It was was my my best redemption and my best satisfaction towards that and towards the nine months of no sleep and no eating and espressos and, and just thinking about what the best thing the new Callahan's kid would enjoy from the manufacturing, what the truck developed into was an incredible outpouring of love and and everyone embraces it and really loves it and that's the best part about the whole place now is just the love of what people give and the smiles and the the pictures taken dean are unbelievable (laughs) people take pictures it never gets old pictures i'm I'm carrying babies (laughs) yeah you got a good attitude yeah you gotta have it that way that's the restaurant business you want to have the stress so that they don't have it yeah and you have to wear many hats and those hats do not drink johnny black or (laughs) eat grape leaves right now that's i wish i could that would be my vacation i see the pile of hats right i know that's it it's to hide the gray hair at 32 years young (laughs) (laughs) again my guest is the freight train of hot dogs in new jersey Dan DeMiglio, author of Callahan's Rebirth, and I should say North Jersey because I see a lot of the South Jersey people clamoring now to get Callahan's. Yes. But one freight train at a time. Yeah. Well, that's, that's what we got. <laughs> Callahan's, again, a hot dog stand. His grandfather started 65 years ago when Harry Truman was president. You can find him on Twitter at Callahan's Dogs, at Facebook.com slash Callahan's Hot Dogs, 
or callahanshotdogs.com. And be on the lookout for the Callahan's food truck, nicknamed the Yellow Beast. I parked right next to it downstairs, which I'm very happy about. It's like (laughs) meeting a celebrity. (laughs) It's 201 Magazine's best food truck of 2015, serving 50s food all across the New York metro area. And have we confirmed this yet, Dan? This winter, like so many other locals of retirement age, Callahan's has set its sights on Florida. It's looking like that freight train is going to be happening in Fort Lauderdale. That's a very (laughs) highly likely connection to uh, Railroad Express down from Fort Lee to Fort Lauderdale. Wouldn't that be a story? So I'm excited. It seems like it's going to be a big hit because you said you're getting a lot of visits on your website. The thing about bringing back this brand and having that incredible audience is the Facebook page, is the social media aspect of the business. My family just developed a website right when we were closing in 2006. And that website, coincidentally, was built by my friend, Brian Hamilton, who I went to high school with. And he actually is now assisting me on building the next new website. And he's built my things as well. So keeping him relevant and keeping everyone relevant in the rebirth is an incredible thing to me. And having that instant communication, when I first started the business, the Facebook page, first day exploded to 2,000 likes in one day. And it was... an crazy amount of people that would interact. The Facebook page is one huge asset and the website has been viewed in 66 countries and 42 states. 66 countries, (laughs) Dean, and 42 states since April of last year. And that has told me enough. Google Analytics is an incredible thing that I would advise people to jump on if they want to be in business in any type of business because it's your bloodline and it tells me the third highest views almost 200 views per week are in south florida on the website right there is new jersey's first new york is second and florida is third all those callahan's kids that lived up here i mean just like me and you were getting tired of the winter but they (laughs) did the smart thing and went down in south florida they contact me on the facebook page and they contact through hits on the website that right there is a huge part of of why I'm willing to take that freight train down there and just give it a shot and see if the Callahan's kids will come out and we'll make some more Callahan's kids along the way. So it's an exciting time right now for what's happening. And I have to say, to give you an idea of the reaction to the Yellow Beast when it first rolled up, our local newspaper used the word mob to describe the people. It was that true, were, though. <laughs> they're going to rock you back and it forth. It really <laughs> was. It didn't matter where it was. It just became a scene and I had staff call me the rolling stones of hot dogs because they've never seen (laughs) so many people freak out I'm holding babies taking pictures it's it was an unbelievable even to now people want me to hold their babies and take a picture and I told my father I go dad I'm just serving a hot dog that my family did for 60 years I'm not the hot dog pope like I don't know what's (laughs) happening I don't know how to bless you and and hold your baby. It's a very, it's an incredible, but also a a very just surreal feeling that you're, you're embraced that much. And I, I love every single customer so much because they, they have that power to dictate as a consumer what they would like and, and what they want and what they demand. And I do my best to provide that with funds only for me. And that's where I did a video when we first announced bringing the business back in a, in a storefront that everyone asked me for french fries and everyone asked me for so many other items that I could only sell hot dogs in the truck. And that's all I did. 
and providing that secondary option of giving people what they want. It's the best part about the business is the social media aspect, and I love them so much for it. It's an incredible thing. It is huge. You have more likes, don't you, than any other? We have 23,000 likes and counting. I don't even know. I I can't even look at it because it's a wild number than any other restaurant in Bergen County, sole proprietorship. So not like the chains, but we're the number one in Bergen County. That's, That's a huge county, and that's a huge number of people that have the remembrance of Callahan's and those times. So it's, I'm very honored to have that. It's a million people in Bergen County. So it's a pretty big place and some states don't have that. Yeah. So it's a big, big part of our lives. And I'm hoping people get that from it. You talk about taking those glass, you said before, under the Chevy, that's where you get your bottles of soda. Yeah. You, and it's an actual bottle. It's not a plastic bottle. And that's another great marketing thing that takes you back. If you, you said pop open a bottle of soda you're instantly happy, you told me. Yeah, 100%. In the employee handbook, it's a 26-page book that is details in certain things that do not do when the Callahan's kid is around and do not help them try to open a glass bottle of soda because in a split second when they open that bottle, if they struggle, help them. But in a split second, if you open that bottle, you have two or three seconds of like pure bliss. And I see people's faces <laughs> and they're like, wow. And... That was the same thing that I had when I first started the food truck. I took a lot of the stuff that I learned from the food truck and integrated it into the storefront. And the first thing I did when I pulled up in that matte black truck that I bought into my parents' driveway, I started drilling holes for glass bottle openers. And my dad and mother ran out of the house and <laughs> they had no idea what I was doing. They were freaking out, do not do glass bottles. Oh my God, liability, oh my God, that's crazy. And now you span less than a year later, and I'm the only person in the state to carry glass bottle diet Pepsi. Everyone can get the regular Pepsi, but glass bottle diet Pepsi is what I get. And Pepsi has been extremely loving and supportive of me. And that's a brand that is recognizable with what my grandpa sold. My grandpa sold Pepsi back in the 50s and 60s and Yoohoo. And to bring that back and that brand recognition to me, was a huge, huge thing. And we are the number one seller of glass bottle soda in the tri-state area and number one in New Jersey right now. That, for the little store like this, Dean, it's <laughs> an incredible thing to see the outpouring of the branding of Pepsi and Callahan's together. It, I'm very blessed to have them with me. There's so many of those things. And I, when I was describing this to my wife, I said, Dan is so blown away by this that there's so many times when you just go, what? Yeah. What? Yeah. Like you can't believe because I'm so humbled outpouring. by it. I never I never thought it would turn to this. I always thought it was going to be an embrace and people loving it. But you say it the best the, the social media aspect of the business and just that automatic connection that you have with the with the consumer it is the beneficial part of this business now and that's it's part of the world. Everyone has a phone to their face. Either it's on their ear or it's in their face and that's part of what the business is now. It's it's the social media aspect of it, and that's that's where we are. That that transcends any generation because you have the younger generation on Instagram taking a thousand pictures in here and posting it, taking Callahan's restroom selfies, and that's the biggest thing people do. They come in, <laughs> they go to the bathroom, they take a picture. It says take a take a picture here and take a selfie, and it's hashtag Callahan's restroom, and people post them on Instagram, and then you have the older generations on Facebook, and they interact. So it's every. Every single generation has their thing, and 
that's the the beneficial part about me and having that here and just having their love and, and affection towards the brand because it's more than just a hot dog and it always will be an American iconic legendary staple to me and I hope to bring that everywhere possible and they keep that train so to speak moving in the right direction and you also have the mini beast just so people that don't have as you tell as you can tell my mind never stops yeah. and <laughs> um, mini beast is the mobile marketing tool that holds glass bottle soda that's my transport to and from different events that parks outside the store it lights up at night it is the uh, biggest structured hot dog on top of a van that size and when I asked uh, the company KDF to do it he said okay and at this point after what I've asked him to do with the build out of the store and different things it didn't come as a shock anymore because he just sees me as a certain way and I'm, I'm blessed to have uh, Steve and KDF uh, with me on, on different things but you should see the pictures that are taken with that thing it's yeah. unbelievable and you hashtag mini B sighting and people go crazy at the park at Van Sloan Park people go crazy when we're driving Driving down Forest Avenue is like the ticker tape parade of hot dogs. I think it's hysterical. <laughs> when they're together, when Yellow Beast and Mini Beast are together, it's a sight to see because people go, they double take. And I love driving the truck and seeing my staff drive Mini Beast and we're together. It's an unbelievable thing. We pull up to events now. It's like this monumental event. <laughs> it's it's incredible. I, I love, I love having uh, these tools at my fingertips and I love having the customers embrace them as much as, as, as I do. And the mini beast that reaches out to people who maybe aren't on social media, who are an older generation, who yep. grew up like my parents, although my mom, my friend Dalton calls my mom the Facebook hawk. She's on there liking <laughs> everything and commenting as soon as but before the JD like, and the, oh, yeah. the great leaves. Oh, she's, she's good. She doesn't, she doesn't mm -hmm. uh, hit it like my mother does. There you I'm go, not there my you go. grandmother. Sorry, ma. But uh, <laughs> yeah, my grandmother does. Great reference. <laughs> I'm hoping to also ask you about how you ended up being so Italian yet owning a place called Callahan. So even though that's not much of a segue, it's a smash. I, I could I could totally seg that way. Speaking and of family, I just it just popped into my head. Wait a minute. So <laughs> my grandpa worked at the so to speak rival hot dog place called Hiram's, and that was always next to Callahan's. Hiram's was there many years before Callahan's, so my grandpa worked there for a year. My grandpa was offered a partnership and declined because he wanted to purchase Callahan's Auto and Gas. And they served one burger, a couple snacks, and they had a gas pump. And he wanted Callahan's Auto and Gas, and he wanted to convert it into Callahan's Hot Dogs as present day. He finally got the offer from two old Irish ladies and the Callahan sisters, and he purchased it and turned it into Callahan's Hot Dogs. And with the explosion of Palisades Music Park, it's Sicilian-based people <laughs> running an Irish-named restaurant. So we do not talk about any illegal things that went on in the 60s. It's, it's a funny thing. Every single person that comes in has a story about those times. They, they come in, they go, hey, you see my daughter? You see my daughter's kid? That all happened because of the Callahan's parking lot. And I'm like, what? And they <laughs> oh, just, God. they were like, yeah, this was, thank you can thank your grandpa. And I was like, well, grandpa's not alive, and I'm sure they don't want to hear about it. But can we keep it a family atmosphere? Because um, that's a 21 and over conversation. But they always say it's an unbelievable wow. thing. And I, I look I at my connection. staff, and my staff, my staff's like, really? Another one of those stories? <laughs> and they're a common, probably once a week story, where, wow, you see that? That's because of Callahan's. Yep. And so 
people had a lot of fun and people wow. oh, people had a, a great time um remembering and and i guess it was creating people and, and the whole history of what callahan's was so it, there's so many so many funny memories and there's so many amazing times that people can correlate to now and and that's that's the most important part to me is is having that happiness and having that memory and keeping it alive and the family did such great things for so many years and for the business to shutter was a huge blow to me and to everyone else and you can see it in the outpouring of support now and everyone comes in and says we were so upset we were crying we didn't have anywhere to go on holidays and events and my birthday every year it's unbelievable dean the amount of people that come in and it's 99 percent that have a story and i will always listen and everyone listens because it never gets old and that's why i wish you had a lineup outside because if we announced it We'd have Lenny just sit outside, the guy who sat outside for 17 hours <laughs> to, to get open. a hot dog for us to open. <laughs> and he is, he's an, I call him the number one Callahan's kid because he slept outside. I offered him to sleep inside and he wanted nothing of it. He goes, Dan, I want a man outside. Wow. And I said, okay, if you want to go inside, I'm leaving. It's three <laughs> o'clock in the morning. <laughs> that's, that's an example of the borderline, not crazy. I don't call it, I call it fine loving of the brand. And he brought hot dogs back to his mother who was sick. Uh, that's those are big things to me and that's where i I say wow and what to you all the time and to everyone else because this is an extremely humbling experience every day they're enthusiastic about it and you talked about Hiram's. that's a rivalry it was like the yankees and the dodgers in the 50s the idea of going to Hiram's was like sacrilegious to people and it was like why why certain people would go for certain items some people come in there and say we came for the dogs, but we went to burgers for Hiram's. Yeah. We came for the beer. Went to, And I was laughing because I was like, majority of the stuff was the same. Everyone calls it a rivalry. And I think my grandpa and my family before me taking over the business, there was a very big mutual respect for one another. When you have two businesses that are so profound and, and so big in an area, I really saw it as the Pat and Geno's of New Jersey. And there's so many places... And Pangino's are steaks in Philly, if people don't know what that is. And if you don't know, you should look it up because <laughs> I'm going to go down there now because we're talking about it. Um, it You're it's, hungry. How can you have the most delicious hot dogs in the world? As you right can tell, all, all of this thinking and all of this stuff, <laughs> I'm hungry. And that's where people, people go, how do you stay in such shape? I go, because I really probably don't eat a lot because of, of just the, the pure adrenaline I have towards the brand and, and the love that I get every day and the, the nonstop freight train of where I want the business to go. And and the willpower that I have in honor of my grandpa and in honor of keeping that promise, because this is more than than just about a financial gain. It's about uh, the gain of families and those new generations embracing what Callahan's is now. And rivalry, schmalvery, I, I think that everyone had their own thing. But it, it's it's amazing to see the rivalry and what people portray it. And, you know, people like making their own history and they like making their own stories. And having the rivalry probably was a great story, but it was a mutual respect. And I think my family would be proud for me to say that because I, I respect what they do. And I'm sure they respect what we do and what we did for a long, long time. I mentioned the Dodgers and the Yankees and the idea of this mutual respect and a rivalry. And I thought of the building of the old Giant Stadium when it was the new Giant Stadium in the mid-70s. They came to your grandfather, and they asked him to stock Callahan's hot dogs there. Now, you're shaking your head already. Oh, that story. <laughs> that, if you talk about a story, that 
that's the story that resonates in my head for the longest time. When I heard that story and my family told me that story, I wanted to just get up and walk out because that was exactly what my grandpa did. He just got <laughs> walked out. But the story goes in very short version. Gentlemen came to the store in the early 70s and were working on a project in the Meadowlands. And they wanted to speak to my grandpa about being part of something and this new thing that they were building and this new opportunity. And my grandpa wanted nothing of it. My grandpa was a family-oriented man, wanted to keep the business in the family, keep it run by family hands, and keep it just what it was. No growth. Family, my grandpa was old school, as you could tell. Uh, little did the family know. Later, <laughs> that turned into Giant Stadium. <laughs> yes, Giant Stadium. 76,000 people, Giant Stadium. And <laughs> two my, NFL teams, not two one. Two NFL exactly. So... My grandpa could have been the hot dog purveyor for the stadium. Could you imagine Callahan's hot dogs in the stadium? Dean, we wouldn't be sitting here right now. <laughs> <laughs> there wouldn't be a train. We'd probably be on a train right now. But You wouldn't have to go steal glass blocks <laughs> from your mother's garden. No, I wouldn't and be I, and I love that. I love that about you, too, because you're a very, you're very direct guy. But I just love the idea that I'm not going to ask my mother. No. It's like Because I would be the same. My mother's the sweetest woman you in the world. You have a Greek mom. I have an Italian <laughs> mom. They both work the same way. It's a lot of post-it notes, a lot of things to remind yourself, and a lot of, a lot of on top of you. So I had to make sure that I was doing the right thing. So, yeah. Get around it, I, I yeah, will. But. There's no getting around that, yeah. my mom. I love her to death, <laughs> but there's no getting around. She knows everything. So you've given me a lot of time, and obviously we have another train coming that you're going to jump on, like I said, hot dog in one hand, <laughs> catch a packet in your mouth, trying to go. So I wanted to ask you, though, one last question, and it's what we talked about there with your young staff and about somebody like you who had a dream. dream was a little bit sold out from under you when they closed the place. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just the changing of the times, but you didn't let it stop you. And so I wanted to ask you for the last French try here, so to speak, which people usually fight over. I see them down there at Callahan's. True. But tell all the Callahan's kids out there, or maybe the parents that are trying to connect with their kids, what the future holds for the deep fried hot dog and what they can learn from this experience. I think you can take a lot of different points to what the business is back again. And I think if, if I were to talk to a parent about the future of, of what the brand is and the future of what a deep fried hot dog is, and it's the future is extremely, extremely bright. You have people now that work for me that are in their 18, 19, 20s, and they embrace something because it's the way that they, they're treated. How you're treated and how you're respected is how you're given back. And how I was raised in my family business um, since nine years old was a way of respect and having that respect and giving that respect. I think a lot of things are lost in today's society with that word. Um, I always say to people, a handshake does not mean a promise anymore. Uh, being American has kind of been lost. We, we fight each other when we should unite one another. And there's a lot of things about this brand that gives me the uh, microphone or outlet, so to speak, to, to broadcast that there's still a hope in today's society. There's still a hope in what I portray fast food as fun food. That's the most important thing is having the family that operates the business. And you're only one sole proprietor, but you wouldn't be in business without the people that work with you, not for you. And that's where I think that's lost in huge commercial operations and businesses in general. They don't get that satisfaction of being felt important. A lot of the world and a lot of the corporate world 
you're a number and you're not anything but that. Here in Callahan's and what my family always treated was you're a name, you're a representation, and you're treated like family. And to me, the most important part about any advice I would give to anyone is family is first, and that is generally speaking with every level that you live. And as long as you stick to that, we're going to be good. And that last French fry is fought downstairs behind closed doors by the staff, but we don't talk about that because we're family <laughs> and everything's in-house. It's very blessed to have the staff I do and very blessed to have the Callahan's kids that embrace this business as much as I do. And, and if they want to work, they can come on board because this train is moving and it, it won't stop just because it, it can't stop by the love that is powered by them. So I thank them and, and I thank you, Dean, for for having me on this incredible show. I, I want now something Greek to eat and I want a drink. <laughs> so that's uh, that, that's where I'm at right now. I need to eat. I don't eat enough. So uh, I appreciate you having me on. So thank you. Well, thank you for joining me, Dan DeMiglio, the man who resurrected Callahan's hot dogs, a man of many hats. And I think that one of those hats should be the hot dog Pope hat. <laughs> and I think to go with the yellow beast and the mini beast, why not a little hot dog Pope mobile? Hey, we can do smoke, but it's going to be grease. It's going to have grease in it, too. So it's going <laughs> to be greasy smoke. <laughs> I want a tiny Pope. It'll never happen. Yeah, I don't think so. No, no chance. <laughs> I'm looking at a quote you have on the wall, which is one to leave people with by Andrew Kirshner of Orange County, New York, just 10 years old, and he said, if the world tasted like a hot dog, I would want it to be Callahan's. So thanks for bringing back that taste so everyone can taste it. It is a tourist attraction now, and you're going to see it somewhere near you soon. Thank you so much, Dean. Again, the restaurant is called Callahan's, and if you're not hungry after listening to that interview, then I didn't do my job. You can't go back to 1950 or take a dip in the Palisades Amusement Park saltwater pool, but you can taste what it was like. As I mentioned when I talked about writing regional Greek cooking, food really is a part of our history, and it drives so much of our humanity and reflects what we're living in at that time. The hot dog was such a huge part of our local New Jersey flavor, and you can go and taste them because Dan DeMiglio didn't let that taste fade into the past. The website is callahanshotdogs.com. The Twitter handle is at Callahan's, and you can like the So Big, So Good Taste at facebook.com slash callahanshotdogs. My thanks to Dan DeMiglio for welcoming into Callahan's like I was a member of his family. I really appreciate him joining us and sharing the legacy of his grandfather. Let us know what you think of the dogs and the interview on Twitter at HistoryDean or facebook.com slash historyauthor. And thanks for clicking through our Amazon banner at historyauthor.com. We get a small order of fries every time you do that. I hope you'll join us next week for another trip into the past here on iHeartRadio, iTunes, or wherever you're listening to us. And remember, if you do subscribe on iTunes, please rate us there and leave us a review. We'd sure appreciate it. Well, that's it for this week's delicious installment of the History Author Show. So until next Monday morning, thanks for listening. Happy reading and eating. Come to think of it, Callahan's hot dogs do go great with my favorite books. I don't mind getting a little ketchup on the pages, do you? We still call it Broadway, but what's in a name? Take it from Georgie, it isn't the same. On the east 
sign west sign things ain't like before there are tears in the eyes of the regular guys oh new york ain't new york anymore i'm not the hot dog pope